Hello and welcome to A Field Trip from the RPG Academy podcast. A Field Trip is where we take a little stroll down memory lane into a wondrous adventure with some friends. The important thing to know about A Field Trip is that we're not concerned about the rules, which is code for don't yell at me when I get them wrong. Mm-hmm. For today's field trip, we are taking a trip back to 1970 as we, along with the Mystery Inc. gang, head down into Louisiana uh, and the adventures along the way. So before we get started, I do want to thank Brian Reeves. He's the man who wrote the module that we are going to play. It's called Swamp Stomp. I found the module on Reddit. Uh, I asked him if it would be okay if we recorded it for the podcast. He said, sure. And that is the sum total of what I know about uh, Brian, or he knows about me. But thank you, Brian, for giving us the opportunity to run your module. And then I also want to just clarify at the beginning that obviously we are playing in the Scooby-Doo universe, uh, but we consider this a uh, parody of that satire, if you will. Uh, So please don't sue us. And any resemblance to real persons, living or dead or fictional, is either a parody or purely coincidental. Hi, guys. I am Senda from the She's a Super Geek podcast. Uh, my co-host, Emily, who you, you will meet in a moment. Woo! And I, yeah, her. Uh, we record uh, actual play RPGs, generally little indies and stuff, and uh, we run them and we have fun and it's great. Hi, I'm Matthew. You may have heard me on such podcasts as the RPG Academy, the Jurassic Park <laughs> podcast, and other podcasts which have faded into non-existence. Hey, this is Emily, also from the She's a Super Geek podcast. I'm also on the Shadowvane podcast and dabble wherever else podcast land uh, takes me. Hello, everyone. I am Caleb from this show. So you're, you know, you know who I am. And uh, I'm Matthew's heterosexual life mate. (laughs) Hi, I'm Andrew Young, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. (laughs) And I'm on the Twitter at at that one gm so that that's what i do so i realize as we get to the end of the introductions that we neglected to say what characters we're playing so we should do that quickly just uh your name and then who you're going to be playing tonight so we'll start back over at the top (laughs) hi guys it's senda again and tonight i'm playing daphne obviously the brains of the group (laughs) i don't i don't think that's right what what i feel like i've been misled (laughs) <laughs> All right, Matthew. The part of Fred Jones will be voiced by Matthew Parody. This is Emily, and I'm playing Velma, the sex appeal of the group. <laughs> that I agree with. Oh, damn. Daphne has nothing going for her now. <laughs> hey, you want to be a reporter, right? That's okay. You're rich. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> you own the mystery machine. Like, zoinks, man! Bringing Shaggy to the table tonight! And I'm Ruby Roo! <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you, buddy! Let's go get a sandwich! Raggy. Uh, this is why I don't know if this will take 12 minutes or 4 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So we will begin. After weeks of solving mysteries and uncovering nefarious deeds, a little vacation is in order for the Mystery Inc. gang. The luxury resort down in Grand Isle, Louisiana, would be the perfect spot to have some rest and relaxation. The road south of New Orleans takes you deeper into the bayous, each little town getting smaller and smaller. Night falls, making the already creepy swamp on both sides of the road appear sinister. The naked cypress trees draped with Spanish moss like reaching skeletal arms. A storm begins to brew and lightning lights up the sky with occasional flashes and gusts of wind cause the tree limbs to move ominously. Suddenly, the mystery machine starts to sputter. You're out of gas. Jeepers, why didn't we fill up at that last town? I filled up. Mmm. Like, yeah, man, we got all the cheeseburgers they had. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm just, I have to be the worst driver of this van that there's ever been. It's okay, Fred. Fred, it's okay. We'll just, what if we go walk back to the last town and get some gas? Or maybe there's uh, someone lives around here and we could borrow their phone. You know what, Daphne? That sounds like a great idea. All right, everyone make me a notice roll. Nine. Ten. I got an uh, 11. I'm, I got a five. So Shaggy is the only one that is apparently preoccupied. <laughs> the rest of you, 
during a, uh, a fortuitous lightning strike, you see what appears to be a building just at the edge, just past where the, the high beams were reaching. So there's some sort of settlement or building probably walking distance in front of you. Jinkies, guys, it looks like we're in luck. Maybe they have some gasoline or a place that we could call to get more. As long as they got a phone, man. Maybe they have Ruby Max. Scooby, I have the Scooby Snacks, and you know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're hidden. <laughs> oh. These are all great ideas, guys. Let's get out of the mystery machine and take a walk. Nothing could go wrong with this plan. All right, so uh, you guys pile out of the mystery machine. The storm has not yet broken. There's just like a light drizzle, just enough to make you notice that you're getting rained on, but not enough to make you uncomfortable as of yet. Quick stroll, like maybe 10 minutes, you come upon what appears to be an abandoned building. It is a gas station, but it doesn't look like it was ever actually completed. So it's built. The gas pumps are out front, but they don't appear to be in working order. There's still some like construction paper around the outside of it. Uh, there's nothing on the inside, no racks, no uh, snacks, anything like that, no, no lights on. And you can even see what appears to be abandoned construction vehicles uh, as if it had just finished being built when it was abandoned. Like a mini mart with no snacks? Gee, Scoob, that's a tragedy. This is really sad. This doesn't make any sense. Why would they stop construction just when they are almost done? I think what we found is a mystery. All right, everyone make a notice roll. Uh, I got a 15. <laughs> I got a 13. I got an 8. I got a 10. I, I think I got a 6. <laughs> okay, apparently we just we don't need to worry about the dice. All right, so, so all of you notice that a strange mist starts to form across the canal on the backside of this building. Just as a bolt of lightning splits the dark, a hideous figure rises up out of the muck on the far side. You see a glimpse of a gnarled old crone. Her green hair is matted with slime and vegetation, her bony fingers ending in knife-like black claws. Flee! Flee while you still can! <laughs> okay! I need everyone to make a fear check and you are at negative two to this roll. You you can just choose to fail if you want, Scooby. Yeah, I'm at negative four actually. I have a bonus negative to fear checks and a bonus negative and I have to make a fear check anytime there's a loud noise. I think Scooby just runs away. (laughs) Scooby is hiding inside a trash can in the uh, in the abandoned gas station. Uh, and he's got the trash can lid on his head, and he just keeps poking his uh, giant snout out of the uh, <laughs> the flappy lid and looking around, and then, like poking his head back in. But his tail, but it's like it's a really tiny trash can, so it's like he's like the thing is on top of his head and it, like barely comes up to his knees. <laughs> I rolled a six. I got an eight. Four. No, oh, no, I got a two with the minuses. That was minus two, wasn't it? Oh no, no. I- I'm sorry. After the minuses, I got a four. Anyone who got less than a four, you are uh, afraid, you are shaken, which causes some some penalties if you try to do anything. Yeah, uh, Shaggy also didn't even bother to roll. He's so frightened. Uh, there was that quick scene when both Shaggy and Scooby were running with the big pinwheel legs. Yes. They actually jumped up in the air and did a swan dive into two different trash cans. And then, of course, Scooby was sticking his head out so he could look around, but Shaggy landed face first, so just his feet are sticking out. Perfect. In his bell bottoms. <laughs> the bell bottoms that never actually fall down. Well, yeah, sensors. Of course. I was thinking sock suspenders. <laughs> Says the man with an ascot. Burn. Yeah. Did they say that in the 70s? Probably burn. not. No. Uh, ungroovy, man. Dis- Disco Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. All right. So for those of you who succeeded, what do you want to do? So the, the figure, the mist sort of curls back around her and she disappears. So she's no longer there. Neither is Shaggy or Scooby, by the way. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at the girls and say, well, girls, it looks like we stumbled on another mystery. I'm hiding behind you right now. <laughs> <laughs> but 
this was supposed to be our vacation. <laughs> well, Mystery Inc. doesn't get a vacation. So there. Now let's find Shag and Scoob. I don't know, Fred. This one looked pretty scary. Oh, I'm sure it was just mist and mirrors. I mean, I definitely saw the mist, and I'm sure if we go over there, there'll definitely be a mirror or two. <laughs> I don't know. Those claws look really sharp. Alright, so I'm gonna walk over with my flashlight and, and examine the area where the crone was. Okay, go ahead and make a notice roll. Seven. Alright, so you do see what appears to be uh, footprints, and they lead right up back up to the edge of the swamp. But you also notice like a very sort of sweet smell in the air that you can't determine where it comes from. Hey guys, I found footprints. We could probably follow whatever was pretending to be that crone. And do you guys smell that? I do smell that, and I would like to track the footprints using my nose and my feet. <laughs> Are you sure you're not too scared, Scooby? Maybe if I had a, a, a ruby bag. <laughs> Ready as day. All right, boy, here you go. It gives you plus two to fear checks for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs only. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call some bullshit on that because I eat the <laughs> hell out of those Scooby snacks. <laughs> Shaggy is going to uh, pop out of the trash can as this is happening, and he totally found a sandwich at the bottom of it, and he's eating it as he crawls out. He's a freaking. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I guess those construction workers had some snacks after all, huh? What's going on? We're gonna run the tracks. Well, that just sounds like we're look walking into trouble, if you ask me. I'm gonna head back to the van. I'm not sure we should split the party. Yeah, guys, I think we should stick together. Yeah, Raggy. What if she got more Scooby snacks? Well, I'm always down for a Scooby snack or two, but I hear that those rules avoid human consumption. Which is not fair. Well, it doesn't say they avoid human consumption, Shag. It just says that they don't give a plus to human consumption. So it's kind of like those chips at Petco. You know, they're okay to eat, but they probably were on the floor, so maybe you shouldn't. But you're eating a garbage <laughs> sandwich, so let's go. Well, that, that's a great point, Fred. Let's do it. <laughs> Ruby racks aren't regulated by the FDA. Is that What's... the Fred and Daphne Association? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The party poopers. That's how okay. rich right. Daphne so is. She owns That's right. Own. I own all of the pet food makers. <laughs> all right. So, uh, again, as you inspect the area where the old crone was seen, the uh, the footprints lead right up to the edge of the swamp. So unless you have a boat or want to go swimming, they really aren't going to take you any further. Oh, so it's like a swamp swamp. Uh, yeah, basically you're on like a dry patch of land on on either side of you is bayou, which leads directly into the swamp area. As you're kind of looking around, flashing your flashlights, uh, you do see a glint off of something, again, further down the road the way you were traveling. So there's some other building that's also on down that way. Well, look, there might be something over there. Maybe they have a telephone we could use. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to head into the swamp, at least not now. Not without our swim trunks. Let's go get a phone. Scooby walks to the glinting shack in the distance. All right, so you guys continue to walk down the road, leaving the, uh, the smell and the sight of the crone behind you. And you see an aging, rusty sign hanging by a single bolt, and it reads, Blackwood, population 34. But this doesn't look like a town, more like a wide spot in the road on the way to Grand Isle. On opposite sides of the road are two nearly identical compounds of miserable-looking shacks, rickety docks, mounds of abandoned vehicles and scrap metal, beached boats, all walled off behind a tangle of corrugated tin and chicken wire. The compound on the right has a hand-painted sign that reads, The Call Wells, No Trespassing. And that's spelled phonetically. While the one on the left reads... The Blackwoods, beware the dog. You don't see any services, but the Caldwell compound has a single 1930s-style gas pump out front, which looks like it may not have been used in quite a while. The Blackwoods have a tiny shack that says bait for sale. 
and just beyond the homes, the swamp opens up enough to offer a peek at the Gulf waters. The distant lights of an oil platform twinkle in the no- uh, excuse me in the night far out to sea. Uh, does the sign for the town of Blackwood is that thirty four like scratched in? Was it a higher number that's been crossed off a couple of times to 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 write, and then thirty four just scratched in with like a red sharpie? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I mean, yikes! I mean, jinkies. That's my line. I only get to say jeepers on the jeepers to zoink scale. <laughs> it was jeepers, jinkies, zoinks. <laughs> where does where does rut row fall on that one? Everywhere, Scooby only. <laughs> Scooby only. Scooby okay. exclusive. <laughs> A Scoob exclusive. Scoob exclusive. Yes. <laughs> so um, each of these compounds have lights that indicate someone may be home, but there's no one outside or visible that has seems to have reacted to you being there. So is there like a fence around each of these houses that if we walked up like where it says no trespassing, we wouldn't be just at the door? Uh, you're right. Yeah, there's a fence that actually goes around both of them. Okay. I have a feeling these two families don't like each other. Well, gosh, they have a gas pump. Who knows? Maybe it works. If we could just get some gas in the mystery mobile, we could get on our way to Grand Island in that vacation. Isn't that right, Fred? You got a point there, Daff. Let's let's check out this house. Besides, I don't think Scooby would really do with another dog around. Does Scooby know he's a dog? I thought he was convinced <laughs> right. he was a person. Rhyme or Reeple? <laughs> then no more Scooby snacks for you. Ooh. Rhyme, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> Alright, so how do you want to try to draw some attention? Oh, is it locked? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, there's uh, a, the gate goes all the way around and you can't get to the house. I mean, I have a crowbar. We can just make it open and then just say we found it that way. <laughs> I don't think that's a good way to get on the, the side of the people with the no trespassing sign. Right. I mean, if we can just ask them for some gasoline, I'm sure that I can pay them for it. Uh, look, the, the road is just all made out of pebbles around here. Why don't we just try tossing some at the door and see if we can get someone's attention i'm gonna pick up a pebble and chuck it at the door sure does the trap door open under my feet yet i'm just waiting <laughs> no, no not yet um so after a couple throws you hit across uh again a pebble against like a 10 uh shack roof and it lets like a really resounding sort of gong sound and uh you can see a, a light come on uh, a creaky door opens and then there's a high powered flashlight beam down in your eyes and you can just see, sort of see it waffling back and forth as a, someone's coming down into view. Uh, it's a sort of a heavy set man, uh, balding, looks to be in his 50s. And he's like, yeah, what y'all want? Daphne, take point on this one. Fred, isn't this the only thing you do? I'm so sorry to have disturbed you, sir, on such a dark night. But um, we seem to have run out of gasoline just about a mile back that way. And we saw your gas pump. We were just wondering if you might have any gasoline or maybe a phone that we could use so we could call a tow truck. Ain't got no phone. Got some gas on the way, but well's dry at the moment. It'll be morning before I can get you any. Like, what about some snacks, old man? Working up a powerful hunger from walking all the way down here. We got any racks, old man? Did did that dog just talk? No. (laughs) No, sir. No, he didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I did. (sighs) Uh, rock and roll. Hi, sir. Um, I'm Velma. This is Daphne, Fred, Shaggy, and Scooby. <laughs> My name's Tom Caldwell. I'm not sure I got any place for you guys to stay the night, but uh, I think if if you got any sense, you best be getting out of here as quick as you can. I don't know if you've heard, but there's a uh, there's some nastiness in the swamp around these parts. Gators? Y- you've heard? I mean, we are in Louisiana. I I made the assumption. Yeah, but this ain't no regular gator. This is a killer gator. 15 feet long. Big as a bus. Big as a bus. As soon as he says killer gator, Shaggy will jump up in the air and land in Scooby's arms, and they'll both stand there shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby's got one of the... He gulps really heavily. Classic. Is there a reward for catching said gator with maybe a trap? 
There ain't no catching that gator. It's it's more than a hundred years old. It's a killer beast. Got the taste for human flesh. You don't want nothing to do with that gator. You want out of there. Like, yeah, man, let's get going. I don't want to mess with a gator in the middle of the night. River. Where how are we gonna get going? We have no gas, we have no phone, guys. We gotta do something. What about the rubber? The rubber rouse across the road. Okay, no, seriously, that dog's talking, right? No. No. Not me. No. 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 You think a 15-foot gator's bad? (laughs) Sir, it's very late. You you look tired. Yeah, it yeah, it is pretty late out here. Uh, I can go ahead and tell you that those Blackwoods ain't going to be worth a nickel, nor a dime. They ain't got no gas, ain't got no phone. Well, what would you suggest we do? You said the swamp isn't safe, you don't got any gas, you don't have a phone, you said you can't make a trap to catch the gator. What are you going to do, just sit out here and twiddle our thumbs? Shoot Polaroids? I like Sassy Fred. <laughs> Sassy Fred. <laughs> well, if I was in you, I'd be getting hightailing out of here whether you have to walk or push your van. But I'll have gas in the morning if you want to stick it out. But I wouldn't if I was you. Uh, ex- excuse me, sir. Um, what is the deal with the gas station that's not fully built? Well, I think the that killer gator scared them all off. Really? It was a gator? Not a... Mysterious old crone rising from the mist? I mean, just an example. Oh, that's just a bunch of hogwash. That Could could you please e- expound on that? <laughs> what is a bunch of hogwash? Well, there, there's been some reports from some other tourists around here that there's been this old woman been popping up and scaring people. But I think that's just silliness. If there's anything to worry about in these there swamps, it's that gator. Oh, I see what's going on here. You do, Fred? No, but I'm trying to lead on. <laughs> Honest, sassy Fred. <laughs> well, thanks so much. I maybe we'll be back in the morning. Yeah. Well, we will be back in the morning for that gasoline. <laughs> we definitely will. Maybe the Blackwells, um, you know, have somewhere we could sleep for the night. I mean, he said they're not worth a nickel or a dime, but. Well, that doesn't mean that they don't have a couch. That's true. Dibs on the couch. There it is. <laughs> Let's toss some rocks that worked in the past. <laughs> so uh, as you cross the, the wide strip of road, literally directly across from the Caldwell cam- uh, compound is the Blackwood compound. And as you get close enough to start picking up the pebbles, this little terrier comes out and just starts yipping and yapping as loud as can be and gets right up to the fence. Scoob, Scooby, uh, uh, like, prowls over there, puts his nose up to the fence. <laughs> right there. Right, Ruby Roo. Uh, it is a lady dog. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Ooh, la, la. The, uh, the yipping of the dog has sort of the same effect, and after a, a couple moments, the a door opens, and uh, kind of an older woman, probably, like, late 60s, Really wrinkly uh, skin, uh, silver hair pulled up in a tight bun. She's got like a cane. She's walking out to the edge of the road. She's got a, an actual lantern rather than a flashlight. What are you guys doing out here? Well, ma'am, we, we seem to have run out of gas just a little ways up the road. So uh, we came down to see if you had any, but it sounds like there won't be any till morning. Um, is there any chance that you might have a place for us to stay for the evening? She kind of looks you up and down. I guess I could bunk you up, but uh, it's going to be a tight fit. I got my youngins here to this weekend. Any spot out of the rain is fine by us. Well, she kind of turns and starts to walk. And as you guys clear, she says, mind the gate. And there's just like a little latch to make sure it locks behind you. Okay. Well, let's go. I go through last to make sure it's locked. No offense, <laughs> Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask if I saw where the, the little lady dog wandered off to. Oh, God. Because she probably had some dog food and dog treats to share. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. That's what they call it. Whose number one concern is food. Yeah, so uh, so she actually has a dog house outside. Uh, you kind of get the impression that uh, the, the uh, Blackwood matriarch is not expecting Scooby to come in. Ooh. N- Night, Scoob. <laughs> I think you have to stay out here, Scooby. 
Okay. Like, I don't want to leave my butt alone. I'll be out here with him, guys. Rags Raggy. I mean, at least there's a dog house, so you're out of the rain. Do you think the dog house can fit the tiny dog, the big dog, and then the shaggy? (laughs) Shaggy. (laughs) Well, the rule of cartoon physics says if it has to fit, it will. (laughs) I think I can make it work. Scooby crawls into the dog house and, like, hunkers down. It covers, like, the back half of his legs. <laughs> the uh, the uh, little terrier dog will snuggle, snuggle up uh, underneath your chin and provide some warmth. <laughs> <laughs> Ranks. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who are inside, it's it's like an, it's an old, old house. This thing's probably been around since the early 1800s been built on and repaired several times uh, sort of a mishmash of uh, different like architectural styles kind of cluttered on the inside she has you pass through like a, a an entryway and there's an old man where the matriarch is in her 70s this guy's got to be close to 100 years old just like a little wisp of cotton candy white hair on top of his head he's sitting in like a big overstuffed recliner staring at a tv that's not on and he's just sort of mumbling to himself a little bit uh you get the feeling that he's probably not all there there's also a gaggle of kids probably roughly between three and six that are playing in a back room and they're kind of screaming back and forth and playing games and then um, she basically comes in she introduces herself as ma her name's Meg, but she goes by Ma. I guess I can give you all some couches, and if you want to bunk up in the floor, I hope you don't have to buy any gas off that Tom across the street. You know he's going to charge you four times what it costs. Thanks so much for, for the roof over our heads, Ma. Uh, it's really okay if he does. We're the ones who got stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that was that was some bad luck on your part. You're actually you're pretty lucky to have even made it this far with that hag out in the swamp. It's dangerous times. What hag, Ma? There's this old witch lady. Somebody, or some folks say that she followed the original settlers all the way from England over here. My, uh, my great, great, great grandpappy, Joseph Blackwood. They used to call her Jenny Greenteeth. But lately she's been coming back and snatching people up out of the water and just taking them down and holding them under. If I was you, I'd be getting out of here as quick as you can. Does she have anything to do with the gas station a little ways up the road that's not finished? I'm sure that the, the workers didn't like having her around. I heard she showed up several times and frightened them off. Tom said that there was a giant gator that frightened the workers off. Oh, that's just a bunch of hogwash. There's gators all in this bayou, but they ain't nothing to be worried about. You got an airboat and a shotgun, you're fine. Could we get an airboat and a shotgun? <laughs> well... We have one if you want to go out. I'm sure I can get my, my son, Michael, to take you out. There ain't much to see other than that old wreck at the papillion. You guys here to see that? Is that what brought you down here? Now that you mention it. That's not the gas station? No, the, the papillion's this old steam uh, paddle boat from uh, 1800s. Got wrecked up during a hurricane. The ruins are still out on the banks not too far from here. A lot of tourists like to come out and check it out, but... That that hag around doesn't get much traffic. Well, gang, this sounds like our kind of mystery. About that time, you hear the old man from the other room. He he sort of just calls out, She's down there, damn it! We thought we found her in the 40s. Turned out just to be a bunch of old crab pots. And then he just sort of wanders back into mumbling to himself. <laughs> just echoing from outside of this huge, horrifying snow. <laughs> So we have this series of completely unconnected things. We've got the uncompleted gas station, a gator, a hag, and the ruins of a steamboat. And we have access to an airboat. So I say, girls, let's get the shotgun and hit the road. I mean, swamp. Uh... Who's gonna hold the shotgun? Uh, I believe Scooby-Doo is a licensed hunter. (laughs) Yeah, we should probably grab Shaggy and Scooby before we go anywhere. Oh, of course. We need the whole gang together. Let's go wake them up. So when you go outside, Scooby is snoring and rattling the 
doghouse back and forth with every breath. Shaggy is kind of crammed in there next to him on his back. And in true cartoon comedic fashion, the little tiny dog is being blown up in the air on the power of their (laughs) snores. So the little dog is going up and down the whole time. But it's sleeping. Oh, she's asleep. Yeah. No, she's oh, totally she's asleep. asleep too. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's she's zonked out and she's just going up and down while they're snoring. How do we wake them up without hurting the little dog? I don't know, Velma. They look so peaceful. I would just shake the box of Scooby Snacks and let that do all the work. <laughs> well, I'm gonna grab the little dog <laughs> and then shake the box of Scooby Snacks so that the little dog doesn't fall. All right, so you catch the dog at the top. Yeah. Like right before it starts to go back down. So you just grab a hold of it. All right. So what happens when the, she shakes the box of, box of Scooby Snacks? Uh, so Scooby is... Oh, yes. <laughs> Scooby's feet immediately... Uh, he's immediately sitting bolt upright. He just goes from sleeping to like... Blink. Like, it's just a, just there's a bing, and he just sits upright, and he goes... Ruby Rex? Who got Ruby Rex? And then uh, Shaggy goes to sit up as well, but he smacks his head on the doghouse and gets knocked back over. (laughs) Come on, Shaggy, we gotta get up and do this thing. Do what, man? It's the middle of the night. There's an old steamboat that's wrecked not too far from here. It has nothing to do with anything we've been, any of the mysteries that we've been looking at, but I'm really curious. This whole little town is awfully mysterious. I think it's worth checking out. Like every time we check something out, that's when the spooky stuff starts happening, man. Can I just stay yeah. here? Re-ru. What if there's a roast? We need all of Mystery Inc. in one airboat with a shotgun at one time, guys. <laughs> Again, I'm going to ask who's holding the shotgun? I don't think anyone was allowed to have firearms in this cartoon. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> We could just leave it on the airboat, and if we need it, someone will grab it. I mean, it's a cork shotgun, right? It just got corks in the end, so it's, it's okay. It's kind of Barbera. It's gotta be. Although the monster has already killed several people in the backstory, as my understanding, so... Well, we don't have indisputable proof that anybody's been killed. Right, she just held them under the water until they cried uncle, probably. I think I think something smells fishy. That's That's the swamp. Yeah, I think that's the witch. Maybe she's a swamp witch. <laughs> I sure hope it's deep fried. A rich witch. All right, so uh, you guys have made it clear that you would like to go out and check out this uh, old wrecked steamboat. And um, so uh, Ma calls out to her uh, her son, Michael, tells him to go get the airboat ready. And uh, he's like, all right, Mob, it's, it's going to take me a few minutes to get her rigged up. So uh, just give me a few minutes here. And, uh, you know, I don't know how much you guys know about airboating, but it seems to take a little longer than kind of thought it would. Uh, but eventually he, uh, he says he's ready and he's got it pulled up to like a dock that's right there behind the house. And as you guys are uh, getting ready to get on, the old man has wandered back up to the door and he's just sort of standing there and he's hunched over and he's you know barely holding on with or holding himself up with a cane and he just sort of uh yells back out at you but he doesn't yell this out but it's it loud it's loud enough that it carries and he says sometimes i hear her out there at night laughing just laughing I'm not sure that gentleman is quite all there in the head. You got that right, Daff. I wonder if he means the hag. So you guys all climb on the airboat. Uh, Michael is at the uh, the controls. He does have a shotgun with him. He has a lantern. He has a, a high-powered flashlight. And all around the, the edges of the, uh, the airboat are these, like, traps. Uh, they look a lot like bear traps, but there's also some, like, nets. Like, he's pretty well laden down with equipment here. Uh, and as he starts taking you out on the airboat, he's uh, telling you more stories about the hag, you know, people he's known that have seen her, children that have supposedly gone missing. Like, he just keeps kind of talking up how scary the witch is and just uh, how lucky you are to uh, to have made it without seeing her. Apparently, she doesn't like new folks around these parts. Uh, I'm going to give this guy in the whole boat uh, a, a sniff down, ostensibly looking for food. 
but also to see if there's that uh, that sweet smell that we got from the uh, from the hag from the witch. All right, make a uh, notice roll. Uh, fourteen. All right, uh, you do actually smell that sweet smell, but it's uh, it's actually coming off of Michael, not the boat. Ooh. But it's pretty faint. It's actually it's le- it's less potent than what you uh, smelled out actually at the canal where the witch was seen or the hag was seen. Well, Scooby's not communicating any of this because at the moment he's just interested in food. But I'm sure it'll come up later. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Michael's uh, taking you out. You're again. You're zipping up and down some of these uh, different canals and inlets, and you're pretty sure that without Michael's help, you may not be able to get back, especially at night. Uh, it's it's a lot of twisty turns and and that kind of thing, and then he he slows the boat down and he says this is uh this is where it gets really dangerous. She's been seen quite a lot, but this is actually where she's been seen. And then there's a loud boom sound as the entire bottom of the boat flips up and the the front of it comes about three feet off the ground. Everyone make agility checks. Yikes, guys! <laughs> Jinkin' jinkies. I got a three. <laughs> Fred's going in the drink. I got a two. I got a five. All right. So anyone who got less than a four, you do tumble off of the boat and you land in the water. The boat veers and it starts making like donuts around you. And you see a giant killer alligator, but it's got <laughs> arms more like a dinosaur. It's got like people arms it's probably 12 feet long and it sort of snaps at you so everyone now make a fear roll so scooby scooby got a 10 on that agility roll so uh, i think i'm gonna climb straight up into the air and like uh, like grab onto yeah just like just like there's an invisible rope there's climb straight up in the air and grab onto like a, a lower uh, overhanging tree branch okay i got an 11 on my fear check so i am fascinated with this thing i got, I got a, a four. four you guys are at a negative four for this one, I don't think I said it. So the first time you encounter a new thing, uh, you're at a negative four. So you'd be at a negative four on that fear roll. <laughs> so, so I, I have zero a zero. Yeah. So I got a seven. <laughs> I'm still fascinated. Okay. Yeah. Dang it. I got and negative. Stop reading my mind. Negative two for Scooby-Doo. <laughs> All right. So everyone but, but Fred is afraid. Apparently, Michael is also afraid because he just starts blasting the shotgun into the water pretty much at will, just boom, 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 as he's going in circles. So you see the crocodile dive down under the water and disappear. Now we have crocodiles. <laughs> Not crocodiles, alligators. Jinkies, guys, I lost my glasses. <laughs> Jeepers, so I couldn't Velma. see what just happened, and I'm really afraid. Velms, come on. Here they are. Thanks, Steph. There was a really big gator. Like the 15-foot gator that Caldwell told us about? Yeah, like the 15-foot gator. Except it had arms. It was awesome. Do you think the gator and the witch have anything to do with each other? Wait a minute. Gators don't have arms. This one did. (laughs) Tell me about the arms. (laughs) As you're having this conversation, Michael brings the boat over and, and pulls you into the water. And then he says, I think the boat. Is damaged. I'm, I'm going to have to find some place to, to shore up to make sure we don't sink. And sure enough, the wreckage of the papillion is not that far away. So he heads there. Perfect. So he's actually going to pull up next to the papillion. Uh, he says it's going to take him a few minutes to make sure the boat is shipworthy. Um, I can't see that map. Is there a kitchen indicated on that? Uh, there is not a kitchen indicated on the map, unfortunately. It's pretty big. It's got a kitchen, yeah, I'm sure. Much. It probably did. So you guys have a few minutes to explore if you'd like, but I want everyone actually to make a smarts roll. <laughs> Four. Four. Three. Shaggy got a seven. Nope. Scooby-Doo <laughs> got an 11. What? <laughs> Get on those Scooby snacks. <laughs> All right, so you can tell, those of you who got it higher than a four, that Michael is actually really scared right now. Like, he's not pretending to be afraid. He is truly frightened of the killer crocodile. And he's very nervous. He wants to get back quickly, but he's he's a good enough of a boatsman to know that if he goes on the water and you sink, you're in trouble. Uh, but he truly seems to be terrified right now. It's okay, Michael. I'm freaking out, too. <laughs> Did that dog just talk? No. Uh, who, me? No. 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 Thelma, give him no. a Scooby snack. He'll be fine. 
<laughs> okay, Scooby, you want a Scooby snack? No, 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 Michael. Michael oh. needs a snack. Scooby's oh, Michael needs a Scooby oh. snack. I'm not sure it works like that. <laughs> it works as Shaggy. I thought it worked. And right, I'm no. not going to lie. I think it's just pot covered in chocolate. <laughs> Remember the rest That's what I always assume Scooby snacks were. The implication might be there, but no facts were ever confirmed. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. So do you guys want to explore the papillion while you wait on Michael to repair the boat? Yep. Yes. Absolutely. I'm lighting my torch. Click, click. Tell me about the crocodile arms. Nothing within the super order of Crocodilomorpha has any kind of arms like that. It's a alligator, Roma. <laughs> Not a crocodile. I've never heard of an alligator with arms, but it definitely had arms. And it was coming right for us. How many fingers did it have? You're the one who saw it. <laughs> I know, I don't want to guess and be wrong. <laughs> Scooby-Doo uh, stands up and puts on a, a graduation cap and a pair of glasses and pulls a chalkboard. <laughs> pulls a chalkboard down out of the air, illustrating the differences between crocodile and alligator. <laughs> with my, that's with my 11 uh, smarts check. And then sits, zips it all back up into the air and sits back down and starts munching the Scooby snack. It had four fingers on its little hands. Interesting. And it looked like it could dance around. And it didn't like being shot at. Well, I can't blame it for that. I don't like being shot at either. Re-reaper. If we're taking roads. Like all this sitting around thinking is sure making me hungry. Scoob, how about we go find a kitchen? Ooh. Remember they got Renier's. Ren Rambolaya. <laughs> Anything is possible. So you guys uh, managed to scramble up the gangway. It's uh, it's very old. It It's quite rotted and covered with uh, slime and vegetation. And you pretty much have to take it one at a time. You're pretty sure that if more than one of you went, it might actually collapse in the middle. And even with that, it creaks and groans quite menacingly. Uh, this leads you to the promenade deck. It's in a terrible state. This is where the lobby, the lounge, the saloon, and the gambling den were all located when the ship was in service. All the windows are broken. Shattered glass on the floor. There's creepers growing all over the place. There's holes that actually let you can see down into the cabins uh, below. They appear to be filled with, like waters, pretty much standing two to three feet tall in all the cabins on the lower deck. Uh, there's these old remnants of lounge chairs that are basically more moss than chair at this point. The fore end of the deck is a lobby. It's a large open room filled with wooden benches where uh, passengers at the time could have rested and, and checked out the view. Uh, this leads you past that into the lounge, lavishly decorated with brass fixtures and carpets, but they're all disintegrated with time. Uh, and then when you come around to where the, the gambling den would be, there's actually three skeletons sitting up at a table as if they had died in the middle of playing a game of card. And as you take a step closer, you hear one of them start to cackle and his, his teeth to that Scooby-Doo thing where they kind of like chatter. And it says, beware the gator. It haunts this cursed ship. Leave now before it's too late. Everyone make a fear check. Oh, jeez. Jinkies, I didn't expect that. I got a two. That means I think I failed it again, because I got a three. Zero. <laughs> I got a one. Shaggy actually makes this one. If you got less than a four, we entered the Scooby-Doo uh, runaway scene once again, <laughs> as everyone runs in various different directions. Uh, Scooby tackles Shaggy. Shaggy's, Shaggy's like, for a second, like, oh, this is a tooth. And Scooby just tackles him and, like, throws him over his shoulder and takes off. Which <laughs> way, Ruggy? Do the skeletons chase us? Uh, no, they do not seem to move. After a moment, uh, the one that was talking and chattering its head actually rolls off of the, the body and lands on the table, and it continues to, like, chatter. <laughs> I go running off back into the lobby and I'm assuming that uh, the floor is not particularly stable. So as I go running, um, <laughs> that the wood just rots away underneath me and I and I fall down into the level below with a... <laughs> that is absolutely what happens. Uh, you, you actually stop for a moment. You think that you're safe. And then that's when it crashes and you fall down with a sploosh as you're now down in three feet of water in what was uh, the, the cabin. Jeepers, that's wet! Uh, Scooby's carrying Shaggy. 
Daphne's just gone. <laughs> I, actually, I will say that as Scooby and Shaggy run off, they're going to knock your glasses off again. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> this is where that scene would be. Fair enough. I mean, you're gonna you'll touch the skull instead of your glasses the Feeling first time. Around. Oh, yeah. So, so Velma, uh, I think I'm gonna say it was Scooby that knocked off the glasses with his tail as he was running away, as dogs do. And so she's like trying to find her glasses, and the, when the skull rolls off, uh, her fingers get bitten a little bit by the uh, by the chattering. Chinkies, guys, I can't find my glasses. Help! Rory Velma. I hear Daphne yelling. I was gonna say I'm I'm probably like right outside of a door, peering inside, watching Velma like army crawl around looking for her glasses. <laughs> so can I revigor myself and get in there, or do I, or is it like oh, that's just a, it's just a skull? Well, if you failed the fear check, you have to run at first. Uh, so you you basically will run Scooby style away, okay. but you, but then you can kind of catch yourself after a couple moments. So Velma, as you are continuing to look around for your glasses, you actually end up underneath the poker table where they were um, <laughs> playing, and your hand touches on uh, some sort of uh, object, and your fingers touch a button, and you hear. <laughs> And then the voice plays again. Beware the gator. It haunts this cursed ship. Leave now before it's too late. <laughs> and uh, as you hit it, it's a, it's a tape recorder and you've hit the buttons. Jinkies, it's a tape recorder. I like to think that the voice echoes through the ship again. So wherever Shaggy and Scooby are, they hear the voice <laughs> again and just are like re, re-inspired with this horrifying fear. Like double up on their little spinny circles. Yeah, so where on the ship are you hiding? Uh, Shaggy, where, where, did, where do you think I dragged you off to? I think the funniest place to end up would be the laundry room. <gasps> Perfect. With a whole bunch of abandoned laundry baskets filled with yes. somehow not yet rotted well, uh, sheets. The sheets are rotted in a couple places. So they look like eye holes, so you <sighs> now look like ghosts. <laughs> but neither of us see each other hide. We both hide in a separate basket <laughs> and then start picking up. <laughs> There's a roast in here. Well, we we do the scene where we we stand up and we're facing opposite directions. And we back up towards and each we other. back up towards each other. Yes. Oh and Shaggy's going, "Gee, Scoob, I think we made it okay." And then we turn around at the same moment and we both go, "Ghosts, <laughs> roast." Oh, this is better than I thought it would be. All right, <laughs> classic so, television. Uh, as you as you turn and try and run away from each other, the sheets underneath your feet are all tangled together, so you're really just running in place, facing away from each other as fast as you can. <laughs> run can't get away from it, Raggy. <laughs> run, buddy, run! We gotta get away from these ghosts! <laughs> Alright, so uh, so Daphne, make me a notice check. <laughs> Eleven. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, as you're down in the waist-deep water looking for a stairwell up, uh, you notice what looks to be like a, a notebook, but it's not like a 1980s notebook. It's a contemporary notebook that's that's also floating in the water, and it's starting to sort of like come unraveled. And uh, there's one page in particular that you pick up out of the water. It looks like it may have fallen from your scramble, and it just, just now fell into the water. And there's a handwritten note that reads, The hut has moved again. I think she's close. Find her before she finds the treasure. And that's not 1980s, that's contemporary 1970s, is that correct? <laughs> correct. So it's a wide-ruled, spiral-bound, green-top uh, notebook. Right. Well, this seems awfully strange to be on a ship like this old. I'm going to grab it and take it with me as I continue to look for a way out. Are there any doors or suspicious levers or... Can I pat along the walls and see if any of the uh, light fixtures pull or move or anything? Uh, none of that, but but if you, when you when you get into the hallway, there is a creaky stairwell that you can actually uh, walk up, and that will take you up to the next level. And that's where Fred is at currently. So you come back up upon Fred. Velma, you found your glasses by this point, and so you can clearly see the tape deck that was underneath the poker table. Can I pull the tape deck out? Yeah, it's a there's a like a small string that's attached to the head, uh, but you can easily just either snap that or untie it. 
Jinkies, guys, this tape recorder has a thin layer of dust. I would say that it's been here obviously not as long as this steamboat, but for a little while at least. Look, Velma and Fred, I, I found this notebook downstairs floating in the water. It's got a weird note in it, see? Something about huts and treasures. As you guys are talking about actually important information, Shaggy will run up. Like, guys, there's ghosts here too. It's something else to worry about. Zoinks! Are you still in the sheet? Yes. <laughs> okay, Velma's gonna come over and, like, yank the sheet off of you. Not until I've already jumped behind Fred, like, oh my gosh, there's a ghost! <laughs> See, Shaggy, the only thing to fear is fear itself. <laughs> no, wait, that's a little Scooby too philosophical, comes... isn't it? <laughs> pretty intense. And then Scooby comes running up, howling, in his ghost sheet. Like, he trips, he's like, he's stumbles on like a a makeshift early 1900s skateboard and starts sliding <laughs> towards you guys with this ghost on howling wildly <laughs> and then crashes right into uh into shaggy of course yep and, and we both go tumbling through a rotting wall and the sheet flies up and slowly sinks back down to the floor yep perfect uh, so Shaggy and Scoob, you're now in like a side room. This is like the pilot's quarters where the ship would be navigated. Uh, the old ship wheel stands there. And um, there's like a like one of those old sort of like quarter uh, telescopes that you, you know, like the Empire State Building, you drop a quarter in, it lets you see for a little while. Uh, it's setting out there. And uh, there's just like, again, moss and dirt everywhere. The, the ship's wheel is covered with vines. But there is actually one area over by a side locker that looks like it's been worn down more than the rest of the ship has so that is obviously right where we would stop our head over feet tumble and we, we would come to a rest right in front of that point letting the the smart people of mystery inc see that in a in a very clear shot over our shoulders so you mean velma huh. saw it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to say it but you can go right ahead um I'd like to ask if that patch of wall is animated in a lighter shade. <laughs> it is. It's yep. slightly oh different colored than the I rest of the room. I knew it. Look, Shaggy and Scooby discovered a new room. Like we did? Jeez. Yeah, we should probably go check it out. Right, Velma? Yes. Let's go check it out. We go check it out. All right. I'm so you uh, see the different animation. Because yeah, you, you see the different anim animation uh, coloring. Uh, and after you, you check around, and it's basically like an old-timey uh, equipment locker, but most of it's been cleaned out. But there are two things in there that don't look like they belong, or they don't look like they were there from the original wreckage. And one is like a, a contemporary uh, snorkel mask and uh, whatever the, the J-tube is on a snorkel. I think that's the actual snorkel. Uh, and there's also about a three-inch square piece of green rubber. Well, this looks like a snorkel mask, and I have no idea what this three-inch piece of green rubber is. Obviously, it's a three-inch square <laughs> piece of green rubber, but its purpose... Um, is it textured at all, or is it just a, a smooth piece of green rubber? One side is smooth, the other side is, uh, has some, some ridges, almost like scales. Like zoinks, man! Someone cut off a piece of that alligator! This looks exactly like the alligator hide we saw in the swamp. It did? And this is the part where, where Fred goes, yes, yeah, see? And he, he holds it up next to the alligator that is now ah, right ah, beside ah, you. Ah, yep. Ah. <laughs> Jinkies! 